This podcast is presented by the Bet Parks online casino and sportsbook app. New customers download now and get up to $1,000 in casino bonus back if you're not a winner in your first 24 hours. See BetParks.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 in PA, New Jersey, Maryland, Michigan, or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult to Today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation semi annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal too. Schedule a no obligation in home estimate now. Call 866 90 Nation or visit windownation.com. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Philadelphia. Hello, everybody. We are back at the lovely Parks yes, Casino here in uh, Ben Salem, and uh, the sports book looking prettier than ever. I did, however, I did, however, hear at least three people, three people, right when I got here, say, "Oh, I'm definitely betting on the Celtics tonight," as it's the opener for the 76ers. That's a bad look. That's just that's just shameful. So the Celtics will be better than people think, but the Sixers. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, the Sixers are going to the NBA Finals. Yeah, well, this that will, is my this is going to come out literally at tip off. So I, if I had to make a guess right now, I would say that because there's so much hype and excitement over the Sixers, they, they lose, will lose tonight. tonight. Yeah, they're so. definitely losing tonight. I agree with that. Yeah. But but ultimately, they're going to go to the NBA Finals. I I hope that's true. <laughs> but we're not here to talk about the Sixers. You can uh, you can do that over the Rice Enrique Sanchez podcast. Yeah, I heard they're pretty can. good over there. The only Sixers podcast. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but this one in particular, our preview pod is we will. Pr- I promise we will get into some. Bill's breakdown stuff, but my God, it's Wednesday right now, and it feels like we've gone through two weeks worth of news in three days. The, I insane. can't even remember when I was in Dallas. Like it yeah. feels so long ago. Like Dallas, Dallas was the last game, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> it, was. it was. And normally we're doing our Tuesday pod and reflecting on this stuff. Yeah. But you know, because there's been so much, we waited today. We knew we were going to be here. Uh, and, of course, uh, this episode brought to you by the uh, Parks Casino Sportsbook app. All you got to do, click on parkscasino.com slash PA and use the promo code. Oh, they've upped it, ladies and gentlemen. SAC500 to get a risk-free bet up to 500 bucks. That means you're going to be refunded for any loss as a free bet. That's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, it almost seems unbelievable. Yeah, 500 bucks. Winner take all, and if you uh, don't win, then it's not winner take all because they're going to give it right back to you, which is amazing. you got to be 21 to play, present in Pennsylvania, and if you have a gambling problem, obviously call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, I would... Uh I would like to bet on the Eagles' chances moving forward here. Their chances of a team or their chances on Sunday? Their chances uh, of a team. I think we'll get into Sunday in a little bit here. But, like, what do you, first of all, what do you make of all this? Because uh, we've gone from, like, I, I consider some pretty weird answers throughout the course of the week from Doug and from Mike Groh concerning offensive things. Yes. The way that Sidney Jones is being handled is pretty odd to me. Fletcher Cox gets his house broken into this week and uh, fights off with a click-clack shotgun <laughs> and says, you better take that bat somewhere else. Uh, the people, Here's my theory on this, just to start. The whole thing about the locker room and people thinking the majority of this is like, wow, there's just so much drama and chatter going on. I don't think that's what's happening at all. What I truly believe is there are players that are obligated to come on shows on WIP and, and further on and locker room sessions and all that, and you have to answer questions, and that's all they're doing. They're answering basically the same well, question over and so over again. Here's what I would say. Like, the, what players talk in the locker room is often driven by what the media is talking about. I mean, right. these are like... 25, 26 year old guys, even younger, some a little older, but like they're all around our age. They watch Sports Center. You know what I mean? Like they go on Twitter, the majority of them, unless they're like 
Carson Wentz or Alshon Jeffrey, then maybe you're not yeah. on Twitter as much. But like the majority of them are going on Twitter. So they're talking about what people are going on in the team. I'm sure the players, the majority of the time since this quote has come out, have been talking about who they think it is, both out of interest and just like wanting to know. Yeah, I mean, to be like, if you know, Especially if, we're, if, if Johnson, where we apparently. work, there was like an anonymous quote talking shit on like James Seltzer, right? Like we would oh, be dude, like, someone would be dead. Yeah, like like we, you would all you do is try to figure it out. Yeah. So and for everybody listening, you would do the same thing. So it's definitely a distraction. Now, in terms of like how much the quote should be taken seriously, like. I mean, Josina Anderson is one of the best NFL reporters out there. So she yeah. definitely didn't make it up. Definitely someone told her. Now, is it someone that just said something in passing and, like, she she relayed it? Didn't I mean, it's not like she wrote an article and tweeted it and, like, they let off SportsCenter with right. it. She said it in conversation, right? And the Eagles are struggling right now, so it's going to be talked about a lot, as it should. But I don't think that the Eagles – have a huge locker room problem. No, I think the larger issue is it's been three times in a year, specifically about Carson, but we've already had that debate. So when I was in the locker room this week, there it's a distraction because all the media members hang around Fletcher Cox's uh, locker room, uh, his locker, to be like, let's talk about your house getting yeah. you know assaulted essentially. Right. And then Alshon comes in, everyone's like, let's talk to you about this, right? So. Oh, it, yeah, like basically, are you a snitch or not? Yeah, like, and I asked him, I said, and I asked him, and he's like, oh, I talked about that last week. And yeah, look, I think like it is what it is. Whoever said it is, is who said it. Ultimately, I don't really think it matters who said it. Right. But there's no denying that when we did this, se- when we did our season preview and we did offseason stuff, there's like, it's not a good look that heading into week eight, we're sitting here figuring out who the snitch is and who tried to break into Fletcher's house with a bat. Like, no matter yeah. how you want to spin it, right. it's just not good right now. And a lot of that's because they're not playing well. But I also just think, like, it's just not, you know, like the locker room's not in great shape right now. It just isn't. Uh, yeah, I, I, I want to even say, like, from Lane, clearly he was bothered by more than one person. Uh, it seemed odd to me that both Malcolm and Brandon said, like, yo, man, you can't just be doing that stuff because it sounded very much so like he was just letting off steam, mad at the loss, you're yeah. here at the game, like, and, and that's what ends up coming out. And maybe, maybe there are some guys that are worrying more about whatever they got going on versus football when they're there, and it might feel like that. And it's certainly amplified when these things go on. Well, but now you have one teammate – and, and another one that you're trying to figure out who's saying these things right. and you're trying to be like, okay, what's going on here? You know, I, I get the sense that some of these guys were actually like, wait, what? You know, why did Lane say this? And yeah. what, what about this anonymous source? Like, who cares? Let's move on to the next thing. You know? And also, like, the media's out at practice to start practice. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're there through stretching and individuals. I can tell you in all my years of being at the Eagles practice, I've never seen somebody report late to practice. Like yeah. either they're not there or they're there at the start of practice. That's basically how it goes. So I don't think guys are showing up late to practice. Like I, we're not at the Saturday walkthrough, but I can't imagine they're exclusively picking Saturday to show up late. <laughs> so my guess is Lane either just kind of said it because he was talking and he was frustrated or maybe like someone on the line has been late to a meeting once or twice. Yeah. So I don't think that's a huge problem either, but it is funny that, Today is Wednesday, and it's a day Doug and Carson talk, and they both showed up like five minutes late to their press conference, <laughs> which is not a huge deal, but it's just like, of course, just like, like, yeah, this week of all weeks. Yeah. yeah, so it's just, I mean, look, there's a lot going on with this team right now, and none of it is good. There's literally no, none of it. No, to a point where like I I feel as though that there are a lot of people that are just saying, and still, like after a couple of days, there's this is the biggest debate that's going on in the city should these guys sell or not in like three or four selling it's ridiculous like yes. I, I i arrived at that like i i kind of thought i was on that wavelength on sunday night because everybody's feeling the same like this is this is embarrassing but again you're still only one game out and there's uh, obviously a lot of issues that if james was here would tell you that they're valid because of injuries and things like that and this team did get worse over the course of the last couple of weeks as well due to that so I think like using third and fourth round picks for band-aids and potential guys that you can keep here for a couple of years is worth doing. Like I, I wasn't on board with with the whole Chris Harris thing after because I really wanted Ramsey, and now right. that that's gone, you've got to make this team better somehow, or at least have to try. Sitting here and expecting this team to turn it around over the next couple of weeks, I think, is a dangerous place to be in. I, I think it. Like, it always depends on the player and the price. I mean, Jalen Ramsey was a unique situation. He's 24 years old. He would help the team now. He would help, he'd be a building block. 
blocks. There's all those things. If, if you're talking about a Band-Aid, I would rather trade for a Band-Aid on offense than defense just because I think the defense has so many issues that one player is not going to come in here and change. If you change for a stud defensive tackle, you still are very thin at that position. If you trade yeah. for a really good cornerback, your pass rush is still an issue. So I, I think Why that, not invest in the pass rush then? Well, look, if you can get an elite pass rush, then yeah. yeah. But I, I just don't think you're going to get that type of guy because those guys, those guys don't get traded. The Jalen Ramsey situation Again, the, was a unique the, one. The, I understand where you're coming from, but the idea is to have somebody better than Vinny Curry, which isn't a very high bar. Right, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I would trade for a better player, but right. I guess if, like, let's say I have one premium asset to use, I would use it on a receiver. I agree. And the reason I would do it is because, ultimately, this season is going to be turned around by Duggan Carson. If Duggan Carson play and coach to the level – they're supposed to be capable of, then this team will turn around. That's it. But I don't think right now either of them are doing a very good job. So if I'm sitting here and I'm saying, how can they turn it around as a team? It's going to be through the offense. Alshon's not been great. Aguilar, and we can debate this if you oh want. Oh, boy. Yeah. I think Aguilar is actually underrated at this point just because everybody is slandering him to, like, extreme levels. I mean, he's, he's arguably outperformed Alshon over the last two years, and including 2017 if you want. So, like, he's been – just as good as Alshon. If you want to say, okay, I think that's fair to say, right? Yeah, like, yeah. So if, you're, if we're strictly talking about production, that's fair yeah. To he's say. been just as productive. Right. He's been a better deep threat. Right. Alshon's better in the red zone. Like they each have their strengths. They both I drop. trust Alshon to catch a ball more than I do Nelson Aguilar, but that's another I, argument. I, yeah, and I guess I do too. But the interesting part is Aguilar has one more drop, and Alshon has like one of the biggest drops in franchise history yeah. in that playoff true. game. Very so true. I mean, yeah. like, yeah. but I think they're Either all way, the same great. guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Deshaun at this point, like, I, what it's, do you do? It's gone. That's what I. What did I tell you? Yeah, you were right. I, 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 there is. I mean, maybe he makes it to one game. And Doug had the explanation today of why they didn't put him on IR. And at first, I jumped on him because I'm going, wait a minute. Like, if you knew that this was going to obviously take more than eight weeks, you're at week two. He's hurt. You get the, all the information that you possibly can. Like that. That means a deadline of he'd be back by the bye week, and that seems smart to me. Yeah. Although, unless you really wanted him to fit in in Chicago for some reason. But then again, but kind of dialing it back, and Bryce Streggs actually chimed in, so I appreciate his help too. I mean, it's a soft tissue injury, so you're not exactly sure how it's going to go at any point. And I'm sure that they got a two-week diagnosis that turned into, like, actually this is going to take a lot longer. And I'm sure Deshaun – Look, to yeah. Deshaun's credit, like he's very, very excited to be back in Philadelphia. And after how week one went, week week one went, yeah. he was probably amped up like crazy to play in Atlanta on prime time in that dome. Like oh, definitely. he's one of the main reasons I switched my pick to them winning. And then <laughs> he got hurt. And they would have. They would have won. They, yeah. Yeah, they probably would have won if he played. So I do think Deshaun was like, I'm going to be back ASAP. Don't put me on IR. Like that would be my guess as to what happened. But it took longer than everybody thought. Yeah. So it just is what it is. But at this point, like in my head, and this is just speculation, and just I kind of feel full like report since, from uh, yeah, Elliot Shore per, Parks per, per Elliot. Um, I feel like him missing Dallas was kind of a benchmark that since he didn't hit it, it could really extend now. Yeah, like especially if they lose to Buffalo and you're three and five. I'm not saying Deshaun is going to be like, well, I'll take my time, but I just think you try so hard to get to Dallas and it doesn't work. It's just deflating. Yes, and now he's been out practice a little more. You see him. Out on the side of the field today, he was kind of hanging out with players as they uh, were stretching. He was in the locker room today. He has not been, to my knowledge, since he suffered the injury. Just a good sign. Yeah, yeah, didn't want to talk. He's definitely around a little more. And normally, from my experience, my experience covering the team, once players start to be around more, it means they're they're just closer. So yeah. I think he plays another game. My guess would be after the bye week or at home against Chicago. Um, then just you know, then we'll see how long he hangs around. Really, yeah. is what it is. I and, mean, and that's why I believe, and and we'll go through a couple of targets that we think. And I know it sounds ridiculous because the difference between Amari Cooper and what's out there now is vastly different. And I'm not suggesting that if they get one wide receiver, it's going to magically change it. But the Dallas Cowboys last year were three and five, got Amari Cooper. And and everybody made fun of that trade. Oh, I did. Yeah. I, I I go, what a bunch of idiots because we weren't sure. At least I wasn't sure. And I mean. There were a lot of people that loved Amari Cooper. The Eagles did too, just not. And this is this is a trend that I want to get your get your take on too. Okay. Uh, so Amari comes in, their season completely changes. They make it to the divisional round. That's why I I'm not I am not putting Robbie Anderson in the category of Deshaun of Amari Cooper or any of that. But this is definitely lacking speed, one hundred percent. And yes. Robbie Anderson runs a faster 40 
than Deshaun Jackson does. That is a 4-3-4 asset that can track a ball deep, as Temple made. You would know, yeah. come back home, my son. All, all that Temple football yeah, I watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how he and Joe Douglas are going to interact with trades because they know everybody's cards there. Right. Might also be the safest way to go and do it as well. Here's a couple of theories I want to throw at you. One, what would be your price range for Robbie Anderson? Two, do you think that Joe Douglas really wants Sidney Jones and that's really why they didn't play him on Sunday because that was my theory on Monday after going forwards and they're just okay. going to let's wait and see and then because it doesn't really make well, sense. Well, first question for Robbie Anderson before I give you my yeah, value. Yeah, yeah. What's his contract situation? Uh, I will. Uh, oh, he just got tendered, so you would have to sign him after this. So he has like nine more games or whatever. Basically, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, I would give up definitely a fourth, probably not a second unless you're going to re-sign him. But yeah. the issue is, you're you're stuck with Alshon and Deshaun for next season, right? And at this point, who knows what you'll get from them? So. If this, if the contract situation, if I could, if I could get out of Deshaun and Alshon, I would trade a second for Robbie Anderson. I think. Okay. Um, right now, I would consider a third, but I would definitely do a fourth. That's where I would fall on it. But let me, let me say this too. I think AJ Green, if in healthy, is in the same class as Amari Cooper. Uh, well, I, if I, well, I agree. It's a big if, but if healthy, and, and I think he's in the same class. Perfect time to pivot to that, and then we'll come back okay. uh, to Robbie because. And I know Jason Lockenfora has this like reputation of missing a whole bunch. I've made fun of him a whole bunch, but well, he is a Radio.com insider. Yeah, he is, <laughs> and and he's. But I, I I'm not saying that to disparage him. I'm right. saying a lot of the times, though, the information at least is going into some form of pipeline, and I think it's all very important to pay attention to this. And he went on with Markson Reese uh, today. And said, locking for, or this is from Andrew Porter who wrote this up, and you can read the whole thing, 94wip.com slash go birds, where you can obviously read all of LA's stuff. You should be clicking there every day, all As, day. Yeah, bookmark it already, for Christ's sake. Uh, locking for says he believes some teams will offer a first round pick for AJ Green. And that that scares me. Like, Mari Cooper's one thing when you're 24 years old, and yeah, you know that you have to pay him, but. There's a long stretch of play in there. And How AJ, old is A.J. Green? A.J. Green's like 31 Are or 32. Serious? Let me double check right now. But I'm pretty sure he's definitely I mean, in look, his A.J. 30s. A.J. Green is definitely an obvious example of a big name. but 31 years old. Okay, so he I will turn 32 by next season. Definitely would not do a one for him. Yeah, I'm, um, out. I'm out on A.J. Green. Yeah, would you give up a second? No. Is he a free agent at the end of the year, or do you have him for a while? I believe his uh, – I will check his contract right now. Because, I mean, if I you have him for two or three more years. Yeah. But, again, the issue is now Nelson's gone, and maybe you move Deshaun to the slot next year. Yeah. But then what about J.J. or Sega Whiteside? Like, is your second-round well, pick just going to yeah. sit for two years? I mean, and we've shown – and how he showed this year that – Free agent next year. He's after this season or one more year? After this season. Oh, well – So it's a rental, yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe a third then yeah. or a fourth. Um. I would be absolutely stunned if anyone gave up a first. I'm not saying locking four is wrong. I would just think that'd be a terrible trade. Yeah. Um. So Robbie Anderson and the other name that just came out prior to recording is Josh Gordon. Yeah. Let's uh, let's let's feast on this because it was really weird that uh, all this stuff. Well, it wasn't weird, but like you didn't hear Josh Gordon. Man, he might be done for the year. He's just hurt. So the Patriots put him on IR. But Albert Breer uh, comes out and says that he, Josh Gordon's camp doesn't understand why he's been placed on IR right. because it seems like it's a less significant injury. In fact, he ran 22 miles an hour on a treadmill today. So what's fast. the holdup? And you're going like, okay. So, yeah, and, and it looks like that they are, he's trying to figure out a way to just come out and release me because I still think I can play like right now. Right. And I would absolutely be 1,000% on in on Josh Gordon and whatever, if they pay for him for the rest of the year, yes. Yes, of course I would be. If it's just money we're talking about, yeah. it'll be gone by the next season and it gets you a comp pick if he signs somewhere else. If it's just money, I agree. And well, there's part logic of just why not, right? Just bring him in. I mean, you're right. not trading anything for him. It's not like you got some stacked roster where it's going to be tough to cut somebody. Just cut Matt Collins, right? Yes. Like, but I do think the idea of Josh Gordon coming here and changing saving the season is far-fetched he's been extremely unreliable throughout his career even for arguably the best organization in all of sports or right. at least the best coaching staff and quarterback so i would be hesitant that he'll come in and make a difference but to your point it's just money i don't think it would cost yeah. a lot 
And who knows? He comes in here, he balls out. You either sign him at the end of the year or you let him walk and you get a comp pick. So I would I would do it if he was here. I don't – look, the, the locker room's already a bit of a mess. They have anonymous <laughs> sources. Like, well, true. Right? So part of me is like – well, We just said it's not the biggest deal in the come world, here? too. So we true. can't like, use that as an excuse. But I guess my point is, what's he going to come in here and make it worse? Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. He so. could. He could. But, but in referencing, like, something where, like, okay, we can we can let him go, too, in the next couple of weeks. You can cut him if you need. Now, yeah. here, here's a question. Would you rather bring in Josh Gordon or Antonio Brown? Oh, Josh Gordon. Yeah, there's no way I'm bringing in Antonio Brown for anything. I'd bring in Antonio Brown over Josh Gordon. Water boy. Okay. He's out. <laughs> All right. You know, like, He's I'm way, way, <laughs> way, 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 way better than than Josh Gordon. He absolutely is. I'm not taking that. You, you just said made the made the like. Well, what if what if it makes the locker room worse? No, that's no, a guy no. That's my point make a was locker room the locker room worse. might already be <laughs> bad as it is. So, and like, just say fuck it and bring in yeah, talent, then like, they'll win anyway. Yeah, exactly. That, to me, that's that's all this team needs. It just needs to win. That's it. It, it. Like, it'll stop the bitching. It'll You can move on from the guys that you don't really like. Well, except for Alshon Jeffrey, because you can't get out of that contract for another year anyway. If not two. If, if indeed I mean, that is yeah. what is happening. Um, but I I don't think it's it's really that big of a deal. Because we go to work with people we, we don't like a lot. And if you're in a bigger corporation, you know how that feels every single time that you walk in there and go, ah, oh, this fucking cocky-ass motherfucker always yeah, gets the jobs and he isn't really doing it. This guy's only been here a year and I've been here five years. and Like, that that happened. That I'll be honest with you. That happened to us when we came over to the WIP because well, these guys were like, James. "Who the fuck are these guys? Oh, they, yeah. who, they think they're king shit and whatever." Like, and then no, I got on the team, and everyone's like, "Oh, they are some king <laughs> shit." They're like, "Okay, now we now we see the vision." Yeah, yeah. Now. And and there is a and there are a lot of guys that have been in the NFL for a very long time, especially in this locker room that. You're not going to get the respect of, of just walking in as the new young hotshot well, thing. So like, let me say some difference. Here's normal. two differences I see. One, slight difference is they have to read about it every day online, whereas all we do is like talk to our significant others, right? So there's yeah. a slight difference. <laughs> well, true. Yeah, it's amplified. I'm not but trying to. But the other thing yeah. is it matters to a certain degree that it's Carson if this is what's happening. But so you kind of just alluded to it, and I, this is, I've been thinking about this a lot today. Like, how far away are the Eagles? Like, I think of the three of us, I've probably been the most critical of the team, and yeah. I've been wrong a lot, right? right? But right. so. Well, we've all been wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess what I'm saying is, much like I think Aguilar is now underrated, I also kind of now think like people are writing this team off maybe too much. Way like, too early. This is not going to yeah. be a six and 10 team. They are not going to go seven and nine. In my opinion, this is still at worst an eight and eight team. And so when you talk about buying, like, I think if they can fix the offense, they'll be fine. Yeah, and, like, and that's what you brought up because I know that there are – there's a couple of people that – and we'll get to our mailbag in just a little bit. But, uh, like, Geno Atkins is another name that is uh, – honestly, that's been happening for, like, the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, and I agree with you. I don't think Geno Atkins, like, sure, does it solve a problem? Yes. Is it going to make this team better? No. No. That's not. Again, that's yeah. why I agree it should concentrate on wide receiver even though the market looks – obviously high and even i can hear people going oh my god a second round pick for robbie anderson well yeah unfortunately ever since uh you know the i mean Ed, uh, not edelman listen to me emmanuel sanders you know oh, for, uh, for a third and a fourth muhammad yeah. sanu for a second you're gonna robbie anderson's a young guy they they have a tender there you know yeah i mean you gotta hey, do you're, it you're gonna probably have to do something but like again that. like this team will turn around if Doug and Carson do a better job. That's it. They can't fall behind all the time. The offense has to be better at the start. And Brian Baldinger was on today with Ikes and Reese as well. And I heard someone else say this. Chris Long, I believe, Shit, said Ikes it. Ikes and Reese? <laughs> Marks, Marks and, and Reese. Reese. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris Long said it recently on a podcast. Like, Carson's holding on to the ball too long. And I think that's a problem, uh, especially with, when the offensive line struggles. That's when you see the sacks and the strip right. sacks and all that. Um, so – if you're talking, if Robbie Anderson's going to come in and help because Matt Collins is, is not any good. J.J.R. Sega Whiteside's not ready to help. Alshon Jeffrey is fine, but he's not, like, he's not making Carson better, right? Yeah. Like, he's not winning those 50-50 balls he normally does. He's not breaking tackles. He's not getting open. So, he's fine. But they need, a, they need someone that's going to come in and help Carson. And Robbie Anderson, I think, has a decent shot of doing that. So, I would definitely invest in a receiver. And then if the offense turns things around... Who knows? But the other thing I'll say is this, because I'm back and forth. Yeah. I do think people are too low on the team, but the issue is that the main issue on the team has been an issue for a year and a half. So it's not like <laughs> yeah. they it's not like during this two game losing streak or this year they're all of a sudden not scoring to begin games. Like the offense has been a problem for over a year. They're eight and ten in Doug and Carson's last eighteen starts. So 
I, on one hand, I think they're a lot. That I do think they're closer than people think because I don't think the defense is as big as a problem as people think. Because once offense turns things around, yep. the defense will get put in better positions. Exactly. All those things. But the question is, can they fix the offense? I uh, yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be very tough. And just for what it's worth, Jason Lockenfora also chimes in on Robbie Anderson. I don't think he will be moved. Uh, when he uh, when he's with a healthy Sam Darnold, some interesting things have happened, and he's got to take the, the top off of the defense with his speed. Uh, they don't have a lot of commodities otherwise. Except, so I could see Joe Douglas hanging on to that too. But like, I I don't fully buy that the Jets wouldn't be like, sorry, we're not going to do a second-round pick for Robbie Anderson. Oh, if I were the Jets, I would definitely <laughs> trade Robbie like, Anderson. You know, First I, of all, Robbie Anderson is very good, but he's a free agent at the end of the year. They're not. The Jets are not competing this year, probably next year. Yeah. And, like, Robbie's been pretty undependable, if I'm not mistaken. I feel like he's had some off-the-field incidents and things like that. The Eagles are just overpaying because they, they need a speed option that. right now. They can win the division. And, honestly, you need to get Carson in the playoffs this year. Like, yeah. Carson can't end year four with no playoff reps because then you no. go into next year with the same questions of this year as, like, well, if he gets in the playoff, who knows what's going to happen. And I'd be interested to know how many quarterbacks don't go to the playoffs for the first four years of their career. Granted, 2017 is a bit of an anomaly. But right. how many quarterbacks don't get any reps the first year, four years of their career, and then suddenly kill it in the playoffs? I'm not saying they do, don't. I'd just be curious to know. Yeah, I uh, that, that's something to, to note that's in there, too. Yeah, it would be – God, that would be the weirdest thing ever. Carson Wentz, like, never even makes it back to the playoffs. Yeah, well, that's a much <laughs> Jesus that's a much larger discussion oh, that even I'm not willing to yeah, have at please this point. Please send me out into the river if that uh, ends up happening here. Uh, I tell you one thing that won't happen – uh, my thirst is going to be taken care of here, Elliot, because Always. as you know, uh, the wonderful people over at Liquid Death, uh, liquiddeath.com slash GoBirds right now. If you want the coolest looking 16-ounce aluminum can with flaming skulls that will absolutely murder your thirst just in time for Halloween, because uh, I ordered two more cases just to make sure that I can hand them out to trick-or-treaters along wow. with the candy and maybe even give them, because there's a, there's a few, let's be honest, there's a few parents that might be taking around some wine and some beer <laughs> while they're trick-or-treating <laughs> with their point. kids this year. So I'm handing out liquid dust to them because it makes them feel like they can be, you know, scary for Halloween and still feel like they're 20 again. I mean, that like would be money. Like again, if I know? was trick-or-treating, I don't have a kid, but if right. I did and someone gave me a huge thing of water to walk around with, that would be amazing. Yes. I'd be very nice, especially because you're eating chocolate, so you're probably <laughs> thirsty. Uh, and uh, if you're in Philadelphia, I know that there are a lot of different places that you can now go and get it, and that is all thanks to you guys for supporting us and for supporting them because they're all just a bunch of Philly guys trying to make it happen and – uh, nothing's better than that, man. That's why uh, we love that they're on board with us uh, the entire season and that they're uh, here with us. Liquiddeath.com, it allows you to go sell your soul if you want to, too, uh, which is always uh, a great way man, to kind of like... Hey, they lose to Buffalo, you know? Like. <laughs> You're going to have to. And God, did they save my soul indeed uh, post-game because there's a lot of salty snacks and alcohol mixed in with the Liquid Death. Liquiddeath.com slash GoBirds, $2 off any case, or go sell your soul to try it out basically for free, depending on how much you value your soul, uh, and they will uh, get you going right away at liquiddeath.com. Uh, shall we get to the mailbag here, Elliot? Because I, wa I want to get back to, into the, some of the stuff that we were talking about. Absolutely. But we do have a, a lot of good questions as we're rolling through, so we also, really appreciate that. let me throw this that. out since we're talking about Halloween. Yeah. So um, there's a Halloween party I'm going to. I super don't want to dress up for obvious reasons because dressing up <laughs> is terrible. <laughs> So if anybody has an idea out there of a costume that I could go as that wouldn't be like it would be funny enough where it would okay. look like I tried, but it also would not be terrible to actually do. Tweet me. Uh, I need a good Halloween I idea. I mean, the first thing that comes out of my head is obviously you should go as Nick Foles because you guys have this. Oh, no, no. You should go as Josh McCown. Duh. Yeah. You I better hair than hair. him, though. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I think that's going to be a challenge. Anyway, if you have a good idea, tweet me. Yes. Uh, at Elliot Shore Parks, at John Barchard, hashtag... ESP costume? ESP, ESP clown, something ESP like that. Yeah. How many clown, how <laughs> oh, many clown just, suggestions just, am I going to well, get? Well, you're yeah. just going to get uh, no, murdered get with it. that yeah. now, so congratulations. So, uh, and it was our good friend, uh, uh, G oh man, I'm going to butcher this, I'm so sorry, uh, Gianfranco Iliano uh, that uh, chimed in saying, Eagles need a lot of help on the defensive line, what do you think it'll cost to get Geno Atkins to Philly? If they do do that, I don't think it's going to cost a ton. I don't either. Um, uh, if I don't that's know the contract only, situation off the top yeah. of my head, but, I mean, a fourth maybe? I don't know. I mean, the, 
The Bengals suck. They don't really need yeah. Geno Atkins. I don't think getting Geno Atkins saves this season. Like, the run defense, I know it, it's, I guess, actually not been – it wasn't great last Ooh, week. Oh, man, he's got pretty a pretty good. hefty salary. <laughs> yeah, does he? All right. So this is his contract signed through 2022. Um, What's his base salary? His uh, base salaries are 11, 11, and 12 across the board. Yeah, I don't I mean, I don't think I would do that cuz you have Malik Jackson coming back next year and his yeah. cap hit supposedly Well, gonna go it's up. not going to be a full 11, sorry, 20. Oh no, that's 2020. Yeah, I'm bad. It's 8 million right now and then it But it's half of that in. because you get him yeah. half the year. Yep. Um So yeah, I would Oh, you can cut you can cut him in 2020. So there's that I too. I would give up a fourth or a fifth. Yeah, I think I'm right around there too. That that makes sense to me too. I give up a fourth or a fifth, yeah. Uh from our good friend did Ben Simmons make a three, man. I hope he makes two tonight and then we can go go fucking crazy. <laughs> Uh, I honestly, please, please, just, just anyway. For I have a good actually. I have a good uh, over under for you. I thought of this earlier. Okay, today. maybe it's not an over under. I should know the term. But which <laughs> which is actually going to be higher of these two? Ben Simmons made three pointers in his yeah. career, or Carson Wentz rushing touchdowns. Ooh, that's what we call a prop bet. There you go. Uh, and yeah, so that's when you're kind of pitting two sports again uh, against another, and that is one of my favorite things to bet on. Uh, I'm gonna so career career for both. I'm for gonna both. go. I'm going to say Ben Simmons threes. So let's say Carson ends his career with 25 to 30 rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Ben Simmons is on pace to make zero career threes. Oh, yes. But, <laughs> so but you got to think over the I course. I would go Simmons, too. Okay. But I, I think yeah. it'll be close. <laughs> I don't think he'll ever yeah. be a three-pointer. Let, let, let us know what you guys think. What is your dream trade at the deadline this year? Obviously realistic, he's asking. Uh I mean, Personally, would, I think we've already said it. I would love Robbie Anderson here. Yeah, I think Robbie Anderson makes a lot of sense. Robbie Anderson for a fourth yeah. would be the dream trade. The third, I'd have a little fear of Golden Tate 2.0, considering how much trouble this coaching staff had integrating a receiver last yeah. year. But Robbie Anderson, if we're going to talk realistic, would be my dream scenario. Outside of Jordan Matthews from San Francisco. <laughs> but Robbie Anderson would be my I mean, dream They did scenario. acquire Emmanuel Sanders, so they are a little heavy a wide receiver. Yeah. Are they and not? I mean, I mean this in all seriousness. If they cut Jordan Matthews, it would make sense to bring him in. Oh. He's better than Matt Collins. He just oh, is yeah. better no, than I, Matt Collins. I, agree. Yeah. I, I fully agree with all, all Jordan Matthews takes at this yeah, point. Yeah, there you go. Um, Should have agreed with him all along. <laughs> and maybe he is better than Alshon. Go Birds indeed, uh, as uh, people are enjoying the sports book and saying hello. Here is... Um, my dream. I, I, going back to Robbie for a second, this is why I don't think it is that big of a deal to give up thirds, fourths, fifths, or any combinations of them because you're more than likely going to get them back because there's major changes that need to be made. You're going to make those up in comp picks again, well, and the for the next year you're going to go and do that. Though. It is, but yeah. I'm saying this is an opportunity. Obviously, like if it fails, if it goes horrendous, like everybody thinks it's going to be, right. you're going to have a lot of opportunity to let guys go and sign elsewhere. And, and they have, I think they way. have projected to have 10 picks next year. Yes. So you have picks to work right. with. Right. Yeah. You, you definitely do. Second thing I want to remind people, do you know uh, who the Eagles had a chance at in 2014 to sign and signed Riley Cooper instead? So he was a free agent then, you're saying? He was. Um, it was the last year of Jason Avon as an Eagle, too. So I had to jog ooh, my memory. Uh, no, I do not know. Emmanuel fucking Sanders. Wow. All right. Uh, and uh, I still can't get over that one because I was pounding the table in 2015 to get him <laughs> here. here. Actually, I have a name to throw by you. I have All a name right. to throw by you. All right. What about uh, Keenan Allen from the Chargers? They suck. He's a free agent. I mean, I would love that. Let me go check his uh, his contract. I think he's a free right agent after, the up, after this upcoming season. I mean, again, they're terrible. They might be willing to, to sell. Who knows? That would be a name I would at least look into. I, you know what's weird about them is like they don't do anything rational, uh, and they are especially like that when it comes to trading players, getting people's you know contracts signed. Right. I mean, the Joey Bosa drama kind of plays that out immensely. So yeah, he's owed whatever's left of his ten million dollar base salary this season, uh, and then oh no, his cap hits are both twelve and twelve. Okay, um, and then this he's a free agent at twenty nine. I would absolutely love Keenan Allen. Here. Would you give up a first? I think you're going to have to, and I don't think I can do a first. Again, if Alshon and Deshaun Anything weren't going to be back next year, yeah. I would strongly consider it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that'd be—I guess that'd be my dream scenario. That's not super realistic, but yeah. a little—a little bit of realism. Because you're basically freeing up nine and a half from Nelson, because he's obviously not going to be back here next year. So you're really only talking about maneuvering three. 
Yeah. So maybe, but I think a, fir- a first is pretty high. But he is only 27. So Look, that's. Let me ask you just about Nelson. Yeah. Is there any, and this is looking ahead, and we'll do postseason pods on this, but like, would you just not bring him back no matter what? Because I, I would consider re signing him. I mean, it's, it's not like his market's going to be huge. Yeah. Um, he knows no. your offense. He's, you know, I don't know. No. Unle- no? Okay. Unle- unless there is. I, I think it's just time to, you know. Eight million a year? It's not working. Eight million a year? No. I would give him eight million a year over three years. You know how much money you have tied up in the wide receiver position if you if that's true. Yeah, but who who's dependable? I mean, Nelson's probably your best long term receiver right now. Because Deshaun's old, Alshon's old, JJ might suck, Matt Collins does suck. Yeah. So But that's what I'm saying. One guy you're still gonna have Deshaun here. Hopefully he's not missing right. an entire season. Yes. Uh you'll have Alshon back and if you have one of these other guys too, which are if the if you get another speed guy, uh you know, uh, not Alshon. Deshaun can live in the slot for the rest of his career here as, as long as he wants to. Yeah. So, like, but something tells me Deshaun's career here is probably next season and that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, yeah. I, again, I get that Nelson is not a popular player, but I don't know, seven, eight million bucks a year. Yeah. I think he's worth that. Um, this from uh, J.R. Willis at Just Plain Shrewd. Will this be the last season in Philadelphia for the following? Mike Groh, Jim Schwartz, <laughs> the wide receiver coach, name unknown. Yeah. Jason Peters, Sproles, Aguilar, Sidney Jones. I will, I'm not even going to tell you the names. I'm just going to say that I agree with one, two, three, four, five of those names will not be here this year, after this season. Without knowing how the season's going to play out, yeah. I think Groh is still here, maybe in a different role. I don't think they're okay, going to fire Groh. He was gone. Yeah. You had him gone. Yeah. Okay. So I'll consider him gone then because I don't think he'll be offensive coordinator next year. Yeah. Uh, Jim Schwartz, I could stays. see him gone. Yeah. I think Schwartz stays. Okay. I would lean that way, but I could see him gone. My, I'll vote stay, though. Uh, Sydney, definitely gone. Yep. Um, Nelson, I would lean gone. Yep. Uh, Sproles, definitely gone. Yep. Receivers coach, definitely gone. And also, <laughs> like, I think one thing we, t- we don't talk about enough is how horrendous they've been hiring receiver coaches. Yeah. Really bad. Yeah. I, well, if he's gone, that'll be, what, five in five years? Yeah, really so, bad. Corey Unlin was on there. I think he stays, too. So, Look, Corey's my guy. I love interviewing him. He seems like an awesome dude. The cornerbacks have not been good, and they've not improved. And so I wouldn't completely rule out him being gone either. Because if you're Howie— This is very much chicken and egg, though, because, like, you have— I mean, a lot of people—let's just gather it up here— now people think that Rizul Douglas sucks. Okay. That's starting to happen. You believe fully that Darby is not good. Yes. You believe fully that Sidney Jones is not good. Right, the only but guy I'm that not the we, one making this decision. I know, How I know. he believes all these I people know, are good. I know. Good. The yeah. only guy that I think you and I agree on is Jalen Mills, and that is a perfect example of development with the right mentality and the right tools I'll, on I think top he got it. underdrafted, but yes, yes. I, I would agree. But I think if you're Howie, you're saying – Corey Unlin, I've given you a third-round pick, a second-round pick. I traded a third-round pick for Darby. Avante Maddox, I personally think is regressed, but you could debate that. Right. Um, so that's a fourth-round pick. So if you're Howie and you're sitting here and you're saying, I've given you this talent, it's not turning into anything, I could see Corey Unlin being gone is my only okay. thing I would say. Uh, last thing on this list from our good friend Scott McGill. <laughs> John, please mention your lifelong Broncos fan troll. It's hilarious. So – I simply tweeted it out because this is my my dream wish, which I don't think is realistic at all. Is Von Miller? I think that would be it's a fantastic good dream wish one. Yeah, if you were just you know, genesing off something. So I simply made a tweet saying, um, you know, I keep hearing that Von Miller is such a cancer in the locker room, and as a at Broncos lifetime a lifetime Broncos fan, I think he should be moved on. Everybody had a good chuckle about it. Boy, oh boy, I went to sleep and I woke up. And and Broncos Twitter found that tweet, Whew. and you and yeah, I mean, death threats. Uh, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Wow. You're obviously not a lifelong Broncos fan if you believe that. And all I gotta say is, it was so funny. <laughs> well, he, it was fucking hilarious. Here's the thing, John. Now Got that em. you're now that you're a big Jay Jerno at 94 WIP. Yeah, yeah. You know, which I've never people, been. People by take the way. what you say seriously. I guess so. But welcome to the feeling of waking up and finding <laughs> your mentions on fire. I'm like, oh, honey, listen. There's a lot of people who want me dead. There you go. Um, so uh, we appreciate your questions. Keep them coming as always at Go Birds Pod at 
GoBirdsPod at gmail.com if you're not on the Twitter or the social media or uh, if you don't feel we like doing podcast, podcast reviews, review. which Elliot has a great one we for us, podcast, I'm sure. We got a podcast review um, that has a question. Okay. Let's see. A lot of, I read every review, so thank, for every, thank you to everybody that leaves reviews. Um, it says, this is from BirdsGang40. What's up, BirdsGang? It says, great show, guys. Always a great listen. Just wondering what you think. How about the birds just get younger? Draft within the trenches. Trade for Chris Harris from Denver. Move on from Alshon, Nelly, and Malcolm Jenkins, also Jason Peters. Get some coaches under Doug that can scheme and develop talent. We have young talent, but they are not being developed. Just a thought. Go Birds. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate the idea of, okay, because here's what I think happened. 2018, the Eagles convinced themselves, see, we're not that far away again. We've had yes. all these problems that happened. They got the we taste got a of little champion. luck. We got a yeah. little luck. We all acknowledge that. But look at what we did in the playoffs. And now you're going to have a full, healthy Carson Wentz, who we know is much more talented than Nick Foles, and let's get him some weapons. And that's what it looked like on the surface level. We all thought that, for the most part, this is going to be an amazing offense to run. Everything goes to shit. And now you see all of the different warts that are on this team. So I think finally this is the wake-up call. And this particular window, is, I mean, like we play this game of window open, uh, uh, you know, open closed, and everybody always makes the same argument. Like, well, if you have a franchise quarterback, the window is always open, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this if particular window one. with this group of guys, yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this particular window is shut on this group of players. Doesn't mean that they won't be competitive, and it doesn't mean that, but when you're a contender, you know, and they, they are not that way right now, which again, We've been wrong about a lot of things. <laughs> You've been wrong a lot yeah. about a lot of things. Um, I still think that they pull one out of the hat and make it to the playoffs this year. That's my belief. I don't it like, even so though I don't really believe it, but that's what I think is happening, and I'm, I'm not opposed to rebuilding, retooling, whatever you want to call it. Let's say they lose to Buffalo. And if you told me the Eagles made a trade where I open my phone and I go like, holy shit. I think Malcolm Jenkins being traded is like greater than 0% because I believe this offseason he'll either, he'll either get his new deal oh, that he wanted. Oh, did he mean right now? Yeah, like before oh, no. the trade deadline. Oh, oh no. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah, I misunderstood. I'm I saying, don't want them to do anything other than buy. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, no, and I don't either. Yeah. But my point is if they lose to Buffalo and like things are really ugly, they're 3-5, and five, I would put the chances of Malcolm being traded at greater than 0%. I would do less than 10%, okay. but here would be my logic. Malcolm, we all know, wanted a deal last offseason. I believe that Malcolm, like, he's not going to play on this deal again next year, right? Right. So he either is going to get a new deal this offseason or they're going to trade him or cut him. I don't know. I just that would be my guy. That okay. I wouldn't do it. I think Malcolm is one of the best players on the team. I think Malcolm is, you know, a great asset to the franchise, all those things. But I think if, if you see them make a trade where it's like we're blowing things up to the point where, like, we want, you know, things to be different. Like, Malcolm is a cornerstone of the franchise. Yeah. If you could get, like, a really, really good receiver for Malcolm or if you could get, like, something like that, it just wouldn't completely shock me. That's, like, my one, like, okay. holy shit trade. Yeah. Uh, and, and in a way, if that's, like, yeah, I don't think the Jets really need a safety right now. Um, just trying to think of, like, you know, Seattle just traded for uh, Diggs, so that's kind of out. Yeah, I don't um, like again. I think the chances are very small. No, I'm just trying it's to just, think of who who would be an interesting contender, which 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 you could go and do that. But yeah, that would be. I wouldn't be shocked by. Remember, that they either. almost traded him for Brandon Cooks. Yeah, so which I don't know how that you look at happen. it, but well, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, it depends. I was a big advocate for that. Although giving, they don't win the Super Bowl yeah. without Malcolm. So my my best thing that never happened was giving up 14. Uh, in uh, 2017, for Brandon Cooks and uh, yeah, although and Derek Barnett's not been that great, but yeah, that, I, I, that, I, I, that I think everybody would be a lot happier right now if that that were in the mix. Of course, then again, there'd be no pass rushers. Who knows? Maybe Chris Long would still be hanging out. True. Here. Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> um, so uh, we will we will dive deeper into Buffalo, obviously on Saturday. Uh, Elliot's not going to be here because he's going to be hanging out in yes. Niagara Falls. I I'm jealous. Of you that you just get to do three weeks of road trips and you know you think just chill that until you eat like shit for three weeks and your girl is mad at you because and, I'm out uh, of the house like five <laughs> nights a week like so I'll say this like man it's a beautiful thing I love doing it yeah. and all that 
if the, I can only imagine how the players feel because even I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, Three like, straight dude, fucking road games. Ridiculous. Yeah. So I, it sucks. But then I they understand. come home for they come home for three games that are also very hard. So, yeah. uh, but you'll be wanting to pay attention when they actually do come home and play the Bears because I believe on Saturday during our WIP show from one to three, me and James Seltzer are going to be able to give away VIP passes to go to fans of Philly's fan, uh, the fans of Philly tailgate, which is at the Diamond Club, and they have a spread. That is like no other. Yeah, it's like dope. it is f- tray after tray after tray, buffet style. Drinks are all included. Uh, the ticket includes all of that stuff too. So you'll be able to come hang out with me and James uh, and watch uh, the game literally right next to the link and be in a really comfortable environment, which is controlled. There's DJs, there's all that fun stuff. It's nice. a great party. So be paying attention to that. Thank you to Fans of Philly for hosting us for the rest of the season as well. So that's going to be pretty exciting. Uh, moving forward uh any uh any final thoughts as we wrap up here yeah so i was doing a radio hit i did two in the last two days in buffalo and they're it's just so interesting to see the perception of the team outside of philadelphia like the bills are five and one and you would think that the eagles were coming in as the patriots to play like the Bengals. like they're (laughs) like the eagles they're like first questions i get like the eagles have one of the best offenses in the league with so many weapons and it's like no they don't what have people been watching? <laughs> so, on one hand, shout out I, to ESPN Richmond, right? Because that's yeah, who you so are, good, yep. are. Yeah, Bataglia and uh, and uh, and those fellows up yes. there. They called me ESP the Great, and I was like, "Are you trolling me, or what's <laughs> happening right now?" But um, so when I look at this game, on one hand, I think the Eagles can win this game. On the other hand, the Eagles are good at nothing right now. They yeah. played two good halves of football all year. Out of 14 possible halves, I can't pick them to win this game. I'm going to pick the Bills. But, like, the Bills aren't that good. They can go in and beat the Bills. They should be able to win this game. The Bills have some things on offense that are some issues for them. I mean, the mobile quarterback, they have speed. The Bills' defense is good, although they haven't played a lot of good teams. Uh, They're very weak at linebacker. I think you'll once again see Doug come out and try to run the ball, which I disagree with, but I think that's what they'll try to do. Um but ultimately, I just can't pick the Eagles to win right now. They yeah. fall behind all the time. They beat themselves all the time. They defense struggles. Offense can't score. But God, they. I also think, from a narrative standpoint, and this is the last thing I'll say, I think that at this point in like five years, we'll be sitting here and saying, "Remember that time they had that ridiculous zero and three road trip?" Like, <laughs> so I just kind of think that's where it's trending. Yeah. See, like I got to remind myself that we did, in fact, or I, I said uh, that there is. They were going to go one and two on this road trip, and I just picked the wrong team. Like yeah. I, I thought they were going to beat the Vikings, lose to Dallas, and then lose to Buffalo. So I hope that gets reversed. No matter what, um, I, I'm with Elliot right now. Like I, I don't believe that there is going to be uh, a shot in hell that they win this game. Yeah. Um, just Especially because third road game. Even if they were playing yeah. at a, an elite level, it's hard to win the third yeah, game. On absolutely, the road. it is. Um, but here is what I will say: the Buffalo Bills are the fraudest of fraudiest of fraudest teams Absolutely. on the planet. They have played no one. Their defense is good, but I don't know how good it is yeah. because of the offenses that they faced. And let me tell you, they struggled with Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know, I know it's a divisional game for them, so anything can happen. But in your house, it was pretty embarrassing to do a lot of the things that they did. Uh, and, and because it's still Miami, and they really can't put a football team together, that's a competitive team that just went in there and almost stole run from them. Uh, Josh Allen still sucks real bad. For sure, but he like, can run. And he can run, and I understand that, but uh, him on the run and being a, an accurate passer downfield, Jesus Christ, you are going to thank God that you have Carson Wentz, all right? <laughs> like, you are going to go, oh, my God. We're complaining Until about Carson Nelson loses and Carson. To him and yeah, then, of course, and yeah. then it'll be a whole big thing. But um, uh, we'll have to wait and see. So, uh, I, uh, as of now, I don't think they're going to win. But who knows? Maybe but you have the chance to change your pick on Saturday. That's true. That's true. I do not. I'll be on the well, bus we with can fans call you. Philly. We can call you. All you right. know. I'll call in. Um, but there's one thing I got to do before we go, and this is going to be a new thing that we do every time we come to Parks Casino because right. this is, you know I love gambling. This is, I you mean, this is, this is part of it. A healthy not, amount. Not though. necessarily the slots or, you know, that in particular. I'm a big fan of their, listen, I keep saying this, Parks has the best poker room in the country. That is not just, you know. 
to say it just to say it. I've been around. I've been to a lot of clubs in L.A. I've been to Vegas. Parks Casino, without a doubt, makes you feel so comfortable here. And uh, whether you're in the uh, the facility or not, uh, the Parks app, you can go download right now. Again, the risk-free $500 bet uh, simply by using the code. I've got to wait. I've got to wait. I've got to wait. I've got to wait. Where did it go? <laughs> there it is. Simply by using the promo code SAC500 to get a risk-free bet up to $500, um, you can. I'm. I'm going to take five dollars every single time. I'm going to okay. let Elliot just give me give me a game that you are interested in this All week, right. and whatever it is, I'm going to bet on it, and I'm going to see how we do each week. All right, I like. So this. let's get. Do I get it. a pick of all the games? Yeah. Or? So we're going to call this the Parks Parks bet. There, oh, I like that. <laughs> all right, that's good. Uh, so let us go to the football, uh, and uh, yeah, this is really fast here too. On the Parks app. On the Parks app because we're not sitting down. Not um, the Twitter.com as you like. To actually, say. I'll give you a couple of games, and then you just tell me where to. Yeah, bet. I was going to say this. Yeah, you just give me a few. Because we won't want to bore you guys. You tell so, me three you like. Yeah. And I'll pick of those three. All right. Here's what I like a lot. I. Kind of like the Chiefs getting four and a half at home because Mahomes is out and I it's like going to be Matt Moore. You I like, like the, the Packers, Packers there? Yeah. Okay. And they're at four and a half? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take the Packers right now at four and a half with Boom. a $5 there bet. There you go. The Parks Park bet of the day is Lock right there for you. Lock so, it in. Um, that'll do it for us. We appreciate you guys uh, tuning out, hanging in. The full WIP show will be posted because of the way that we space things out this week. So nice. rest, uh, have no fear. Uh, we are back this year. And Perfect. then we're going to find a way to make sure that it's up somewhere. We're still trying to resolve that whole whole issue moving forward. But it will be up. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Thank you to Parks Casino for hosting us once again. We'll be back here next week. Uh, and thanks again to our friends over at Liquid Death. LiquidDeath.com slash GoBirds will get you $2 off every case. And don't forget, you can always sell your soul to taste the water yourself for free uh, by uh, simply by going to Liquid Death. For Elliot Shore Parks, I'm John Barcher. This has been GoBirds number 126 right here. Radio.com, Sports Radio 94 WIP. They used to say in the old country, GoBirds! <laughs>